Hello there. Happy Monday or whatever day you are listening to this episode. Today I want to share the question that is seriously changing my life. The question that I keep asking myself several times a day. A question that saves me from mindless procrastination. The question that doesn't get the lazy parts of my brain fool me. The question that helps me be the best version of myself even when I don't feel like it. Are you excited to learn what the question is? I am definitely excited to share it with you. Let's go. Welcome to the Monthly Method Podcast. This is a show for solopreneurs, creators, and artists who have a burning desire to launch a project. This is for a project that is not urgent, but truly important. The one your best life depends on. Your host, Paulina B., is a certified scrum master. She brings a proven record of launching successful projects, both professional and personal. You will hear about tested techniques that lead to calm, consistency, and results. Stay tuned to turn your idea into reality one month at a time. So what is this magic question? This question is, what's the alternative? If not this, then what? Okay, I'm going to repeat it. What's the alternative? If not this, then what? Okay, let me explain it using some real life examples. I find it a lot easier to understand some of the concepts when presented using examples that I can relate to. So let's look at scenario number one. Let's say you have scheduled to work on an important project. Maybe it's an essay for school or a report for work. You even put it on your schedule to work on it two hours straight starting from 3 p.m. Now it's 2.55 p.m. and you're staring at this task clearly not wanting to do it. I'm sure we've all been there. To be honest, I was at this exact same situation three minutes ago when I sat down to record this episode. Honestly, I didn't feel like doing it, but I knew that it was on my schedule and I had to show up for it. Actually, the question that I'm talking about today helped me to convince myself to actually sit down and record. So. Again, going back to the example, let's say it's 2.55 p.m., you have something scheduled for 3 p.m., something important, something difficult, like an essay or report for work, and in your mind, this is what is happening. These are the thoughts that you might be thinking. You might be thinking, not this again, not today, why me? Why now? Why do I always need to do these things? I don't want to do it. It's hard. I can do it tomorrow. What if I don't do it at all? It's unrealistic to finish it in one day. Why start? I'll have more energy next week. That's when I'll get it done. Sounds familiar? And that's when you ask yourself, what's the alternative? Meaning, if not this, then what? And here's the secret. Your brain already has a specific activity prepared for you to do when you decide to give up. It has it ready and you know it. What is the activity your lazy lizard brain wants you to do instead of doing the work you have planned for yourself? What will you do if you decide to skip doing the planned task. You already know what will be your next step. Let me guess, it's going to be one of the following. You'll go and check Facebook, check your email, 
read news, read sports news, play a game on your phone, or maybe play a video game, browse social media, watch videos on YouTube, text friends in a group chat, lie down on the couch and watch TV. Did I get it right? Okay, going back to our example, it's 2.55 p.m. You look at your schedule and see complete project X scheduled from 3 to 5 p.m. You start thinking all those thoughts of, you know, why me, why now? But instead of indulging in them and letting them control you, all you need to do is to ask yourself, okay, what's the alternative? If not this, then what? And this is where the magic happens. That's when you catch a thief before he attempts to break into your house. So here's kind of the inner dialogue that is happening. Okay, so your lazy part of the brain says, I don't want to do it, it's hard, I can do it tomorrow, yada yada. And your prefrontal cortex says, okay, what's the alternative? If not this, then what? And your lizard brain is like, oh, go on Facebook or LinkedIn and just scroll for the rest of the day because that's the activity that it prepared for you. And your prefrontal cortex, when it realizes the plan that your lizard brain has for you, your prefrontal cortex will go something like, excuse me, what did you just say? That's when your lizard brain will realize that it just said it out loud. The plan that was supposed to be in secret is now no longer a secret, a facepalm situation going on. And that's how we catch a time thief before he attempts to steal our life away. When you ask yourself, what's the alternative? You are not hiding from the truth. You already know what you're going to do once you decide to bail on the important task. You know, yes, you know, because you've done it a thousand times before. What's your poison of choice? Is it Facebook? Is it news site? Is it Twitter? Is it email? Just like imagine yourself for a second, a scenario where you're like, okay, I'm, I'm bailing on this important task. So what's the immediate next action? You'll probably go to your browser, navigate to the URL section, and what will you type? And you already know what you will type. It might be Facebook or Twitter or something, but you already know the activity because it's habitual. That's something that you default to every time you decide to bail on the important task. And pay attention. The question here is not, what should I do instead? Because this opens up a lot of opportunities and most of them are fictional. There is only one activity your lizard brain wants you to do instead of working on Project X. And it's usually not something you would consciously choose to do. So just remember, there's always that one activity that your brain is trying to make you do. It's just one activity. It's not where you have to choose. It already knows what that activity is and you know it too because you've done it so many times before. So now look at another example. Scenario number two, let's say you finish your work, you have your dinner and now ideally you want to go for a walk or maybe you want to go to the gym because that's what you've planned for yourself. That might be on your to-do list, it might be in your schedule, that's what you've put on your new year resolution list for how many years now? <laughs> but this is what is happening, this is the dialogue 
that is happening inside of you. You might think, I'm tired, I had this difficult meeting at work, and that colleague of mine totally pissed me off. I don't want to go for a walk, or I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want it. And that's when you ask yourself, okay, what's the alternative? If not this, then what? And your answer is, lie down on the couch and watch Netflix for the rest of the day. And let's eat that huge bag of Cheetos while we are at it. When your brain is feeding you, I'm tired, I don't want to do it, all it wants you to do is to cancel the activity you have planned and do the one activity it chose for you instead. It already knows the activity it wants you to do. It is picked, packed, and ready to be shipped. And you will do it on autopilot once you decide to cancel your plans. The question of what's the alternative, if not this, then what, reveals this activity. And once we uncover this activity, we realize how silly and undesirable it is. Once we say it out loud, once it's out of the dark, it's not something our conscious mind will ever choose to do. It's not something we ever want to put in our planner. We will never want to put it in our New Year resolutions list. These activities usually happen on autopilot, and we only realize that we are doing them after the fact, after we spent few hours on Instagram, after we binge-watched an entire season of a new show on Netflix, after we finished the whole Costco-sized bag of chips. Our prefrontal cortex engages only after this lizard brain activity is complete. It analyzes the damage. That's when you feel a familiar bouquet of emotions. Guilt, disgust, and disappointment. You're looking at the ruins of your day. The time theft came in, stole all the valuable time, and left. And now you're standing there looking at the broken window and an emptied out room. When a student realizes that the action the lizard brain is trying to get her to do is to spend hours on Facebook instead of writing an essay, her prefrontal cortex is in the position to say, no, I don't want to waste hours observing other people's lives. I would rather spend it creating the best life for myself by completing this assignment. Let's look at the final scenario and the final example. And this is actually a real conversation I had with one of my friends. This friend of mine and his wife bought a farm, a hobby farm. They're not planning on becoming full-time farmers anytime soon, but this is a hobby that they are doing after work. And I like going there after work to help them plant trees. This is something I truly, truly enjoy doing. And I was talking with my friend and I told him, I said, listen, you don't need to feel bad for giving me work to do. I really enjoy it. The main reason why I'm here is because I don't like my answer to the question, what's the alternative? If not this, then what? Because my answer to this question right now during this season of life with COVID and everything is to watch a Netflix show that I've probably seen a dozen of times before. 
because it is after 6 p.m. on a workday. A bunch of things are still closed because of the pandemic. And I know for sure I'm not going to do any productive work after 6 p.m. because I'm tired, because I kind of used up all my deep focus ability for the day during the work hours. And I don't want to become that person who works 24 seven. And I need this time to relax and recharge for the next day because I work very intensely during my nine to five. And then I like to rest and recharge very intensely too. And if I don't go to the farm, I will end up spending hours watching Netflix. And I don't like this alternative. Okay, to be more precise, half of me doesn't like this option. My prefrontal cortex doesn't like this option. My conscious self doesn't like this option. And that's why I go to the farm. And the funny thing is that when I told him that, he said that this was pretty much the same reason why he decided to buy a farm in the first place. It's because he didn't like other alternatives of how he could spend his free time, realistically speaking. Of course, in the fictional world, we can all build like five businesses after 5 p.m., but realistically, it's not going to happen. And understanding our tendencies of what we tend to do if we want to bail on the activities that we have planned for ourselves actually helps do the activities we have planned for ourselves. The main part is to realize that we have this kind of lazy brain things we like to do when we decide to procrastinate or when we decide to bail on our plans. If we realize it beforehand, then it becomes very hard for our lizard brain to convince us to do these activities. The only way the lizard brain can win if we do it unconsciously on autopilot. And so my goal today is to give you this advice. Whenever you desire to procrastinate and bail on your plan, your lizard brain is trying to make you do a certain activity. And it doesn't want you to know what the activity is beforehand. It just wants you to not want to do an activity you have planned. It will give you a bunch of excuses on why you shouldn't be doing that activity. Just observe your inner dialogue. It's always about like, I don't want to do this. It sucks. But at the same time, it doesn't offer you any alternatives while it's having this dialogue. It's always about how the plant activity is going to suck and why you shouldn't be doing that. And if you ask yourself, what's the alternative? If not this activity, then what? Your lizard brain will be forced to reveal the activity it had prepared for you. Once you see that activity in daylight, hopefully you will realize that it's not something you want to consciously invest your time in. Thanks, but no thanks, right? So this is the question that I wanted to share with you today because personally, I find it very, very helpful because even half an hour ago when I sat down to record this episode, I didn't want to. But when I asked myself, okay, what's the alternative? I realized that the lizard brain prepared this alternative of going on YouTube and just spending time there. And when I kind of like put these activities on a scale, 
on the one hand I'm recording an episode and on another hand I'm wasting my time on YouTube and I compare the two I'm like okay now you know what I'm better record the episode but if I didn't ask this question then my brain would kind of keep having this inner chatter of well it's hard, I don't want to do it, it's a nice day outside, why today, why not tomorrow, let's do it on the weekend, and all of that. But the question of what's the alternative kind of puts a stop to this inner chatter and asks your lizard brain to suggest an alternative and reveal the alternative it had prepared for you. And it will reveal it and you will not like it, but it's going to be very helpful. That's it for today. Have a great week, everyone. Please subscribe if you want to get a freshly baked episode delivered to you next Monday. Bye. Hey, before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I'm now working with clients all over the world one-on-one. -on -one. If you want to see the outstanding measurable results they get in just three short weeks, I invite you to check out monthlymethod.com. The link is provided in the show notes. The monthly method is a scrum-based productivity system designed to achieve your goals without consuming all the energy and hours of a day so that you can have a life you don't need to escape from. If you are ready to quit the hustle culture and bring more intentionality into your life, head out to monthlymethod.com. This is the place where working overtime is not required. Cheers.